When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Football. A happy Sunday to you. Declan Goff here, rocking another edition of Vikings Ventline, of course, the off-season edition. We like to bring on Vikings fans during the offseason to talk about the upcoming season, the draft, the free agency signings, anything that's been happening uh, throughout the offseason that the NFL reigns supreme in. So we're going to have my guys Micah and Brett join us here in just a second uh, to talk some Vikings football. And of course, if this is the first time you're discovering us here on our Purple Daily YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button for daily Minnesota Vikings entertainment. Uh, We pump out a Vikings show seven days a week, 365 days a year during the Vikings season. Uh, Vent line is turned over to you guys and you guys will join Mackie Judd and myself after right after the Vikings game to talk everything purple and everything that sometimes went wrong, sometimes went right. Uh, It's it's an absolute blast. We're like what? Nine, 10 weeks away from uh, NFL week one. Vikings at home against the Packers, so we're getting closer to the season, but there's still plenty to talk about, so I'm excited to talk to Mike and Brett on what their expectations are for the upcoming season. Of course, Vikings Vent Line is powered by Surly Brewing Company. Uh, check out the Furious, the Logic Bomb. There's the Surly Supreme. If you're here in the Twin Cities, go to the Surly Deck and Surly Patio. It's a great beer hall. Uh, thank you to Surly Brewing for powering uh, Vikings Ventland. And, of course, TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Get yourself a TCL television here. Before football season starts, you got to have the best type of television to watch the Vikings every Sunday. And my friends at TCL are the ones to do so. Uh, if you'd like to get in also on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, shoot me an email. It's Vikings Ventline at gmail.com vikings ventline at gmail.com uh, please if you haven't been on the show or if you've been on it before by all means shoot me an email i try to get everyone a, a voice at least once before i start repeating guests but shoot me an email vikings ventline at gmail.com uh we post these every sunday morning so very excited to talk to mike and brett here in just a bit and i'd love to hear from more of you the vikings fans shoot me an email it's vikings ventline at gmail.com all right pleasant trees aside here let's get my guys micah and brett on Brett's got his purple gear up from head to toe, basically. I love it. Are we rocking a Jefferson jersey there, Brett? That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Justin Jefferson. I like he's got the shades on. He's got the hat. He's swagged out from head to toe. Uh, and then my guy, Micah, who's all the way in Hawaii, a Hawaiian Vikings fan hanging loose uh, in Oahu right now. Uh, Micah, how did you discover being a Vikings fan when you're based all the way in Hawaii? All right, so... Being a Vikings fan, I go to church in the morning and, uh, you know, the games uh, for the Vikings are usually all in the morning before I go to church. And uh, I would always watch Randy Moss, Chris Carter when I was a little baby. 
I still remember them, even though I was really young. <laughs> they always had the best highlights. And a lot of my friends uh, back in elementary and middle school were all Green Bay Packer fans. You know, throw, 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 throw the L's their way. <laughs> you know, and I always loved it when the Vikings beat them. So I can always brag and be the one that, hey, we won. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Uh, Brett, how long have you been a Vikings fan and also where are you based? I'm from uh, White Bear Lake, Minnesota. Cool. So uh, I've been a Vikings fan uh, since the Tavares Jackson era. Uh, if you can believe it, kind of my my timeline. Uh, but uh, when Brett Favre got on the wagon, it was kind of exciting. Everyone kind of rallied around saying Brett, Brett, my whole life. So that was pretty fun watching those years. But yeah, since then I've been on the roller coaster with everyone. <laughs> and it has been a roller coaster, even whether you uh, became a Vikings fan in the late two thousands, maybe you're like Micah, you came a fan in the in the late nineties and early two thousands. Uh, yeah, riding that roller coaster, all just trying to see a Super Bowl before we die. That is the damn goal of this show. That's the goal of the purple. We want to see a Super Bowl uh, before we die. So, uh, boys, let's get right into it here. I'm, I'm curious. And, Mike, I'm going to start with you, man. Um, I want to know, because it's the off season here. We're in the dwell of it. We're about a couple weeks away from training camp, which I'm excited to get some pads on here and watch some Vikings football. But right now, I want to know, give me your hottest Vikings take. Hit me, Micah. What is it? All right, hottest Vikings take. So I say that we will make it past the first round of the playoffs this year. That okay. is my hottest take. Um, let me just go down some of my reasons uh, before we all jump in. So uh, reason number one, 13, 13th easiest schedule um, per our opponent's record back in uh, last year, 2021. Um, our division, easily, we're way better than the Lions, better than the Bears. Green Bay, it's a hard rub, but I believe we're better. But we need to set that precedent first game, right? Game one, we got to hit them in the mouth. Don't back down. Be creative. You know, get that dub. And lastly, um, the NFC, the the conference in general, it's really top heavy. Um, you know, the big dogs are Tampa Bay and the Rams. You know, if we can secure that third seed, um, you know, and not really face the Tampa Bay and the Rams, I think that we can get out of uh, the first round of the playoffs this year. So that's my hot take. I like it. Yeah, you know, it, it, hey, it's it's – Still a, a pretty hot take because the Vikings have been to the playoffs the last two years, right? And and if they can get out of that first round, that'd be the wild card round, obviously, and they're in the top four. You would certainly take that in Kevin O'Connell's first season. And I'm with you on the week one. Start the, start the season off strong. Don't go 0-1. Set a tone. Smash the Packers in the mouth at home. Start the season off strong. I love the hot take there, Micah. Uh, Brett, Thank what you. about you, man? What's your hottest Vikings take right now? Uh, mine's kind of a hypothetical here. Um, I'm going to go with... Um... Throwing out existing contracts, let's just hypothetically st- say that this is Kirk, the beginning of this year was Kirk's end of his run, and we're going to sign a quarterback. I think my my hot take is that if Deshaun or Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson were to have signed with um, the Vikings when they signed with the Browns or the Broncos, I think our Super Bowl odds would be higher as favorites than them at the Browns at the seven and Browns at the nine, giving our existing roster and existing defensive roster too, that no one ever seems to talk about giving 51 sacks last year. Um, Daniel Hunter playing as little games as he did, adding Zadarius Smith. I mean, adding Lewis scene, adding pieces on the back end. I think our Super Bowl odds would be a lot higher if we had a proven quarterback on our roster before the beginning of this year i'm saying our odds would be higher than the browns or the broncos at seven or nine 
I love the little alternate reality you're painting here, right? Like, so let's say if the Vikings did pull off a trade for Russell Wilson, Russell's now going to Denver, stacked division right there in the FC West, right? Like, there's four teams you could literally make a case all could make the playoffs. It's probably not going to shake out that way, of course, but four teams that are just juggernauts in the AFC. If Russell Wilson comes to Minnesota, you're right. They are the favorites. They have Justin Jefferson and Thielen to play with. You have Dalvin Cook. You know, even if the defense has question marks with injuries to the Neal and Zadarius Smith, Let's just continue down the path that if they're healthy, well, that defense is automatically going to be a lot better than it was last season, at least statistically on paper. And they racked up a ton of sacks last year. It was pretty good with Daniil in the lineup. It's just once he suffered that season-ending injury, it's when that defense went real south. I like these hot takes. I, I You know, if, if Russell Wilson was on the Vikings, I mean, we're, we're having a completely different tone of, of how, how we view this season, right? I mean, it'd be, it'd be nuts. You're talking about favorites think- in the NFC. For sure. I think definitely given those we're higher than Broncos at nine with Russell Wills. If the Vikings put them in there, we're higher than nine. We're higher than seven, I think, with Deshaun Watson personally, but he hasn't played obviously a long time. That's kind of that's right. a, from a distance. But Michael, do you think the Vikings uh, could potentially also succeed the Packers in the North? Do you think the Packers are coming down a little bit or you, you've got to wait and see there with, with Aaron Rodgers? What do you think about the North? I think that they're coming down. They're on the downside. Um, You know, they don't have the weapons that we have. You know, they lost, you know, the biggest weapon, you know, a top three receiver in in Adams. And now, you know, they're, you know, everything's on the back of Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's now going to have to rely on, you know, some rookie receivers, some receivers that are unproven, uh, things of that nature. Um, But their defense is great. Uh, That's one thing that um, worries me. But, you know, I think our offense is better. So, (laughs) Brett, what do you think, man? Do you think the Packers are on the come up, are coming down, and the Vikings are now coming up in the NFC North? <laughs> I've been saying it all along. I don't think <laughs> you're going to go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to someone else amazing like that. It's just this is not going to happen. Like, let's be real. So, I think the Vikings staying the way they have been with a solid roster and a 500 record. Like, I think we're going to be in the swing here now with KOC taking over. Uh, boys, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about Justin Jefferson being wide receiver one. You know, Pro Football Focus made their case for it uh, from a fantasy football perspective. And my guy Brett rocking the jersey there. Um, it, he has he, he's one or two in a lot of fantasy football rankings. Uh, Brett, I'll start with you, man. You you got the swag on. You got the, even the Vikings cup, man. You're you're just you're are you just bathing in purple and gold? Even when we're done with this right now, is that is that what you do all the time? I'll tell you right now, I got a friend, Tyson. He's a Chicago Bears fan. His brother's a diehard fan, too. And being around them, I got to start showing my colors. So I love it. I love I like it. it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Brad, I'll, I'll keep it there with you, though. Dude, is, is Justin Jefferson right now the best wide receiver in the NFL? I'm curious your take. Best in the division? Yes. Best route running? Yes. But I, you got to, I think you got to give respect to a Devontae Adams or a, a DeAndre Hopkins when he's healthy. I mean, there's type of two types of receivers. I look at go up and go get it receivers like Devontae and DeAndre, and I think there's a go-around-you go receivers. And I think J.J. is still in that go-around-you category, but he's going he's gonna to succeed up to the, the higher rankings here, I think, this next year, especially with Devontae going – Away from Rodgers, I think that he's going to fly up the rankings past past both of those guys possibly this year. But, yeah, I think he's definitely got the best wiggle, best route running, just like Cooper Cup, some of those guys. 
but he's just not a up go get and go up and get it type of guy right now. I don't think, but give it a couple of years, I think he'll be the best wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, he's certainly rising up there, Michael. What do you think, man? You, you've seen a bunch of wide receivers come and go through the Vikings. Uh, is Justin Jefferson the best wide receiver right now in football? It's a it's a toss up, right? There's a three headed monster that I believe uh, Cooper Cup. You know, you got JJ, and then you got Devontae Adams, right? Um, you know, the measurables are all the same. You know, the height. Uh, weight you know they're all pretty much relatively the same the stats that they put up is the same but what I look at here is is youth right so I think after this year JJ will be number one but right now it's Cooper but with the age gap you know he's six years younger than both of these receivers you know he was part of a run first offense and still put up pretty much the same numbers as these two um, pass catchers that are in a you know pass first offense as we as we all know you know he's smooth he's electric He's dynamic and great, you know, yards um, after catch. So I think after this year, he'll be number one. But right now, um, I have Cooper Cup number one. I mean, yeah, it, it's a wide receiving driven league, right? And and you got just great studs all over the place. It, it feels like, though, with Jefferson um, doing what he's been able to do in the first two years, it feels like there's there's room at the top of the mantle for him to push those other guys off, right? Like there, there's room to push Cooper Cup off, push Devontae Adams off and make it supreme that he is uh, the number one wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, the the dude, I, no one expected him, I think, to be this damn good in the first two years. You know, he's a wide receiver in the first round, and we thought, oh, great, another weapon. The guy doesn't start for those first two games of his NFL career and then just absolutely explodes and is now in the conversation two years later as potentially the best wide receiver in the league. And, yeah, I mean, if he repeats this production and he gets leaned into a little bit more from Kevin O'Connell in this new offense, man, look out. Like, I... I 110 catches might even be off the radar. It might even be 120, 130 like Cooper Cup last season. Uh, the dude's an absolute stud. So I'm excited to see what he, he can do this year. And yeah, I agree. I, I think he's pretty close to being uh, that number one wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, quickly, uh, the 3M Open, by the way, is more than a golf tournament. It's golf that matters. And it's uh, coming to Minnesota TPC Twin Cities July 18th to 24th. Uh, get your tickets at 3mopen.com slash tickets, 3mopen.com slash tickets. Cameron Champ coming back to defend his title. Go check it out at TPC Twin Cities, 3mopen.com slash tickets. Uh, yeah, I, you do look, too, at the like the wide receiving scale of the Vikings, right? Like Thielen, still a touchdown machine, might be coming down a little bit, but the guy's a touchdown machine. Um, Brett, what do you think about K.J. Osborne? Is you know He had a nice season last year, bursted out as a solid wide receiver three, what are your thoughts on KJ Osborne? Does he have another motor to get to, or is what you saw from last year kind of what to expect from him going forward? Yeah, I think KJ is going to have a great year this year, um, partially because I think his first two first couple years he might have been trying not to step on anyone's toes to keep his third position. I mean, but uh, yeah, he, the guy talk about elite like captain at University of Miami through his. Uh, whatever his tender there I mean the guy can play and I think if you give him some time and space like OC is KLC might do this year I think the sky's the limit he might take up taking uh, Adam Thielen's role as number two possibly the whole year who knows Michael what do you think about KJ Osborne uh, in year three they're here with the Vikings yeah kind of same thing Um, I think he's he's gonna step up I think the play play calling is gonna be a lot better obviously you know we're gonna be pass first you know, every, there's going to be a lot of a lot of green for him to run, to roam. You know, a lot of people know now, okay, we got to kind of really double coverage, triple coverage, J.J. Wright, Adam Thielen, you still got to watch him, and he's going to be left, you know, all alone in the middle, ready to, you know, make us 
cheer, you know, and, and root for the Vikings, you know, for another touchdown. So um, yeah. I think you'll have a great year. It's, ho- it's hopefully going to be like another three deep situation, right? With back in the day with Moss and Carter and, and Jake Reed, where you had three wide receivers who were really good with Randall Cunningham and, and Brad Johnson and Dante Culpepper. And, and now can that be the next one, right? Can Thielen, Jefferson, and KJ Osborne kind of be that next three threat? Um, I'm, I'm curious to see if KJ has another motor to him. But like if you just take his production of what he did in 2021, you put it in 2022, I think you'd take that as well. Uh, but he did have great signs of growth. No one saw him, I think, having the season he did last year. But I, now I think the expectations are heightened a little bit. But Kirk has weapons, man. Kirk's going to have weapons all over the field, and there won't be really much excuses for him not to get the ball to some playmakers. I'm, I'm really excited to see what he does uh, with those three wide receivers this year. All right, boys, I, I do want to know um, your favorite Viking of all time. So, so, Brett, you mentioned that you became a fan like mid to late 2000s. Um, so what players has stood out to you? Who is your favorite Viking of all time? My favorite Viking of all time, this is, I mean, I... I want to give two honorable mentions, but I'm just going to start off by saying my favorite Viking was Jared Allen. Jared Allen, uh, let's start off by saying I think my, my favorite position to watch is wide receiver and pass rusher. I think the way the way he did the cattle rope celebration and all that, it was just something. It was the, it was the uh, description of a Viking was Jared Allen, in my opinion, and he just – being an outdoorsman guy, you know, I see him do interviews in camouflage and all that good stuff. But Jared Allen was my favorite to watch after he get, just doing the celebration, man. And it's kind of like Jay Jefferson nowadays doing the gritty. It's like adds a whole other level of fandom for that player. But uh, honorable mention, I got to say Brett Favre. I mean, it was exciting while it lasted. Not just to sneak this in there, but I think that we could possibly have Aaron Rodgers sneak over the purple and <laughs> He's done all the too. But, uh, and obviously, Adrian Peterson was just the best to watch. I mean, we to say what we took for him for granted was kind of like sad to say, but kind of happened. So, Adrian Peterson, honorable mention, but Jared Allen by far was my favorite Viking to watch. Yeah, I mean, Jared Allen, you bring up the point of, of the round him up and, and him just getting after QBs, and it was a blast to watch. AP, too, yeah, I think we did kind of take him for granted. You know, he also kind of got in trouble off the field, and fans kind of also put that over him. At, but, man, that guy was just absurd. He was that last true running back that was going to touch the ball 25, 30 times a game, still give you a buck 30, buck 50 yards, and you never knew when he literally was just going to rip one 60 yards down the field for a touchdown. Um, he, he was incredible. I mean, I, I was in high school when he was drafted and, and yeah, I still have fond memories of watching. I mean, to your point, God rest his soul, but like Tavares Jackson, Gus Ferrat, just these slappies basically handing him off the football and say, Adrian, save us, run the offense for us. And he did. He carried the Vikings to wins, uh, during his prime years here in Minnesota. So kudos to him. Uh, Michael, what about you, man? What's your, uh, who's your favorite Viking player of all time? All right. So when you asked that question, first player that came to mind was Randy Moss. Uh, he was actually the first jersey my parents ever bought for me was Randy Moss. I would wear it until you couldn't even see the numbers anymore. And, you know, he was just so dominant. He was just just uh, just amazing to watch, you know, going down the field, jump balls. It was just easy for him. It was just like he was just having a great time. You know, he always brought the electricity, the excitement. And I still won't forget uh, before I was going to church, he, he caught the ball from Dante Culpepper, threw him the ball, and then he lateraled it behind his back, you know, for the touchdown for the, yep. yeah. <laughs> you, know, bef- you know, before the half ended. And, you know, I I just couldn't contain it. You know, I ran around the house screaming <laughs> and just like, 
Oh my gosh, I don't know what I just witnessed, but that was just amazing. So he is definitely my favorite Viking of all time, Randy Moss. Yeah, we just did a big breakdown on that play here on this channel just like uh, three or four days ago. And um, and his ability to go up and get the ball, you know, Brett was talking about go up and get it wide receivers, right? Like just throw it up there. I'm going to go get it. And he was built like a freight truck where, I mean, if you got him going, you weren't going to slow him down. I mean, he was six foot four and, and, and huge and was very oversized but he was still was so fast that the good luck trying to cover a guy like that. Uh, for me, it was always Dante Culpepper. I mean, Dante was that first quarterback I gravitated towards, and he certainly had some flaws, and he had some bad seasons mixed into there, and he shredded his knee, and his, his career kind of ended prematurely to a degree. Uh, but but all the, that entire Dante to Moss era was phenomenal. Um, and I know Moss probably made Dante a little bit more, but, man, the, those first... Two few years in the 2000s, to your point, Micah, like those were fun offenses. You never knew what was going to happen. Randy, yeah, laddering across his body to get it to Mo Williams. Crazy stuff um, in those first few years for the Vikings. So I, I think both those, all those guys, Jared Allen, Randy Moss, Dante, AP, to your point, I think anyone who's been a fan, who became a fan like in the millennium, probably those are the, maybe the first four names I, I would assume that probably come to mind for a lot of fans. And now it's, you know, it's, it's Brett's guy, Justin Jefferson, you know, this next generation of, of favorite Vikings fans uh, that, that love JJ and love doing the gritty and love doing all that. So it is, it is fun. Uh, boys, before we go, um, I do like to give a little spot for either one last take. Also any shout outs you want to give uh, Brett, I'll start with you. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest here before we wrap on Vikings vent line? I got one more take and uh, it's kind of to you guys is uh, breakdown of the top 25 Vikings. Yeah. Uh, it's, Talking about how ironic it is that um, the greatest Viking of all time, Fran Tarkenton, was as mobile of quarterback as as ever back in the day, mm-hmm. and nowadays, like we're we got non mobile quarterback here in Minnesota, possibly ranked the least mobile quarterback. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, and uh, I think just. Getting a mobile quarterback in the position right now for Kirk is going to – instead of Kirk, I mean, I, I still love what he does in the passing game, but there's third downs where he just swall- gets swallowed up and kind of doesn't bounce the pocket. He's kind of he, – he, if he does bounce the pocket, it's like a, it's a save-my-job kind of scramble. It's not a make-it-mark kind of scramble like you see these guys do, like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. I just think like – the roster we have now with a mobile quarterback, a la Fran Tarkenton, our greatest potentially Viking of all time, I think sky's the limit for the Vikings here. Yeah, it feels like mobile quarterbacks kind of went away for a little bit the last few years. Like, you know, Mahomes isn't that mobile, but, I mean, he can escape pressure and do crazy things on the run. Josh Allen's a freak of nature. He's just another big dude that can make almost any throw from anywhere. Uh, but yeah, Kirk's not a mobile guy. I think you're right. He might be the most most le- not named Tom Brady, like the least mobile quarterback in the NFL. Man, he's a statue. Um, and look, sometimes your offensive line is going to be break, or even if you have a good line, it's going to break down at some point. And how do you adjust to that? How do you how do you slide your feet? How do you avoid that pressure? How do you escape the pressure? He really hasn't ever figured out a way to get better at that, and that's hard to do. But he hasn't ever really improved that. It's a good one, man. It's a, it's a good one there. I, I like it. Uh, Michael, what about you, man? You got any uh, last takes or shout-outs you want to give? Okay, so last take for you folks is uh, Viking fans, strap in because I think Kirk Cousins will be our QB for the next two seasons. <laughs> Seems uh, that's like my it. hot take. Take it as it is, but I, I think he gives us the best chance. And um, hopefully next year in the draft, you know, we can get a uh, 
a QB that can, um, you know, learn from him, take a backseat, kind of learn the ways of the NFL, and then, you know, take off from there in uh, year two for uh, for a new uh, QB. Um, and then I also want to – I'm excited to see how our backers are. You know, our second team, linebackers, you know, we got Surratt from last year. We got Brian Asamoa coming in. We got uh, Blake Lynch and uh, DJ Wanham. I, I would really like to see how um, – they they do in this uh, new scheme of, of defense of the three four so very excited and uh, lastly I guess my shout out so to all my Viking fans here in Hawaii we got Race we got Jillian Jaisa we got Paul Claire Matthew from the bank also my cousin uh, Dylan Domingo and then lastly uh, Champ from OC sixteen uh, it's a local show here uh, he's a big Viking fan just like Brett he always reps the gear we got the hat got the <laughs> you know got the cup got the jacket got the jersey so right on to everyone out there. Right on. Let's go Vikings. Go. I love it. I love where I love we're hanging loose and there's Vikings fans in Hawaii, man. I love that there's a collection of it. That's great. You know, we we've had a bunch of people come on this show from all over the country and all over the globe. And I'm, I'm loving to hear that uh, Vikings are, are well represented in, on the islands, too. I think that's great, dude. Appreciate you guys. Uh, before I go, by the way, Brain International Raceway, it's the second year in a row of a weekend of pure adrenaline, 189 miles per hour. Motor America is coming to Brain International Raceway, five classes. Uh, you can get your tickets at BIRMN.com. It's July 28th through the 31st. BIRMN.com. Kids 12 and under get in free. Start planning your summer and get up there. Brain International Raceway, BIRMN.com uh, to get your tickets. Micah, Brett, appreciate you guys coming on for Vikings Event Line here today, boys. Get on uh, during the season. Would love to hear from you. Micah, post up like from someplace at a Hawaiian bar or on the beach or something, wherever you're at, man. We'd love to bring the vibes on the show. Brett, I, I, I'm curious in your next get up. Like if you come on the show, like what is the next fit that you're going to have here? Like I'm, I, I want to see if you can top this look that you got on the next time you potentially yeah. join us on Event Line, dude. I got you. I got you, Declan. I can do it. All right, boys. Hey, fellas, have a good weekend. And by the way, hit the subscribe button for anyone watching or listening to this channel, Minnesota Vikings Entertainment. We just want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl before we die. Did you know that 61% of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.